0: Welcome to Episode 2 of the Golden Ratio Podcast. As always, I'm Jen, Golden Ratio Mom, here with Golden Ratio Dad. Hi. And today, we're going to be talking about traveling with dogs. We're also going to introduce a new feature, German Dog Word of the Week, uh, because GR dad is German.
1: Yes. Uh, Is this replacing the Drink of the Week?
0: Oh, no. We're going to do the Drink of the Week, too. Drink of the Week, German Word of the Week. (laughs) Okay. Uh, In the background, you can hear Queso because she doesn't care that we're recording. She's making a lot of noise today. Okay, uh, drink of the week. In honor of Hopper's birthday, which is when we're recording this on Cinco de Mayo, we're having margaritas. Simple margarita is really easy to make. It's tequila, triple sec, which is like an orange liqueur. We use Cointreau, which you can find at any liquor store, and lime juice. That's it. Nothing else. Shake it up. Put it over the rocks. It's delicious. I'll put a recipe in the notes for the podcast.
1: I like mine with salt on the rim.
0: And I don't like salt, so it's always easy to tell our glasses apart. Yep. Okay, so traveling with dogs. We travel a ton, both like on vacations, just the two of us and the dogs stay home. But also, if you followed us last winter, you saw that we took the dogs down to the Florida Keys with us. And uh, before we had so many, I would travel with them a little more often. They don't even fit in one car now with queso. But actually, the first weekend we had Maggie and Jasmine, we got them like on a Friday... And I think Saturday we loaded them up and took them out to Dewey Beach, which is a few hour drive.
1: Yeah, we did that in one car.
0: Yeah, it worked. Two humans, four dogs. Works okay.
1: Easier without the bigness of a queso.
0: Yeah. So let's talk first about traveling without dogs. What do we do when we go on vacation and we don't bring the dogs with? So we're super lucky. Uh, when I was a postdoc, like after I had finished grad school, which is now a long time ago, well over 10 years ago. Uh, I was single. I had two dogs then who are not part of the current ratio. And I started having to travel. And so I found these wonderful dog sitters who would come to the house and let them out. And eventually, I moved, but they were still close enough. So they started coming. And when I would travel, they just stay here overnight, they stay in our guest room. And so they kind of come after dinner, they stay, they sleep here, they leave in the morning. Uh, someone from their little dog-sitting company comes back kind of like from noon to four, and then they come back after dinner, and it's awesome.
1: Yeah, it's really good because it scales. They don't care if there are two dogs in the house or three dogs in the house or hypothetically five dogs in the house. It's like the same dog-sitting for them.
0: Jasmine's sniffing the microphone. Hopper's having a drink if you're wondering what the sound is back there. Uh, Yeah, for a while... When we had just Hops and Vank, we were going to Old Town Pet Resort, which is wonderful. If you have watched on the snaps, you've seen the girls swimming there. It's very swanky, uh, but it's also very expensive. I think it cost us like $150 a night for the two of them, like more than a human hotel.
1: And they had to share a room, Hopper and Vank.
0: Yeah, which is good. But it's a, it's a lot of money. And I think we came back from one vacation, and our bill there was like $800 or something. It was as much as the vacation for us cost.
1: Yeah, and Hopper was kind of traumatized not having seen us. So it was, it was a mixed mixed thing.
0: But yeah, Hopps and Vink would get super stressed. And so we'd pick them up, and, and the people there treated them very well, and they got lots of attention. But they just got really stressed leaving the house. And so having the dog sitter stay here is great because... Obviously it's way more affordable than boarding them all. They're super comfortable. They don't get stressed out Uh, So that works really well for us.
1: Yeah, I think they sleep all day, but that's perfect
0: Yeah, and we generally keep our trips short like most of our trips are just long weekends But even when we went to the Galapagos and we were gone for almost two weeks uh, They stayed here, which was really wonderful We don't do too many of those but they even will stay for those long trips. So if you live in the DC area um, especially if you're like up in Maryland, like in Howard County, PG County, Eastern Montgomery County, if you want a recommendation, send me a DM and I'll, uh, hook you up with our dog sitters. Oh, hops. Why are you making those sounds?
1: needs to go out.
0: Okay. All right. We had to take a break to let hops out. Everybody's going to have some more drinks. This is the reality of our life. Uh, hi, queso. you want to say hi. That's you know what? Just like I'm good with dog fur on everything now. I'm good with dogs panting into my audio. There we go. <laughs> okay. Zen. Um yeah, so that's traveling without the dogs. We have dog sitters who come here, but they're not like super unique like fetch.com. I think they have people who will come stay at your house. Like it's totally doable. Um, and if you find somebody you trust, like we trust with these people, it is a, a great thing.
1: Mm-hmm. They did give little reports once a day, how everyone's doing. Yeah, if dates. anything Pup dates, you know? yeah. If anything <laughs> funny happened, it's good.
0: It's great. And uh, we can text them and ask them to do stuff. And they're good at giving medicine and everything. So yeah. then traveling with dogs. So I used to travel all the time when I just had two um, I would go back and visit my family in Illinois once or twice a year. And so we would do that road trip together. It's about a 13 hour drive from here to there. Um, and it sucks to do a 13 hour drive in one stretch. So we would usually stop. There's a ton of hotels that'll take dogs. Uh, Holiday Inn and Holiday Inn Express, most of them will take pets. Like you have to check on the site, but most of them will. Um, a lot of motels will, but also like higher end hotels, Kimpton. Which we've stayed at in a bunch of places. They they'll like bring little snacks for your dogs. Uh, Lowe's hotels are all mm-hmm. dog friendly. And we've stayed at a bunch of those at different different places.
1: I wouldn't do it all the time.
0: Yeah, uh, usually one dog or the other needs to go out at like three in the morning, pretty much every night. And if you're in a hotel, like that's a way more difficult process.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we once with one of the previous dogs. She was, uh, she was very old and sick. We went to New York and we had a hotel, a really nice hotel, a Hyatt hotel, uh, that we were staying in. <laughs> you remember now?
1: It's, yeah. We let, you know, let's not tell Hyatt this.
0: Yeah. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, uh, yeah. And we were up on like the 30th floor. Yeah. She made it clear she needed to go out. And so we go to the elevator and we're waiting and waiting and waiting for the elevator. And she could not wait anymore. And so she peed on the carpet for like three solid minutes. Like it was mortifying. The carpet was just like completely soaked through. Like it was the biggest pee spot I've ever seen on carpet before. 4 and we like, here we running towels out there and trying to make sure that like nobody saw us trying to clean it up. Of course,
1: at that point, there really wasn't much point going outside anymore either.
0: No, no, she definitely got it all out. Uh, uh that was terrible. So now when we travel with the dogs, um, we do Airbnb or VRBO, like house rentals. Um, and I think the main thing there is that, uh, you want to make sure you get something that's dog friendly so it has a yard that has a fence uh you're not like in a condo or something i mean some dogs are probably fine with that but for us it doesn't work um and we've tried like we stayed at a really terrible airbnb in clearwater where the backyard was just full of brambles and but you couldn't go out there dirt spikes it was terrible and so then we ended up having to leash them all and walk them up and down the street and it was terrible um but we've also had some really good ones with great big backyard that are all walled in so they can get around and you know run and have a good time
1: yeah, and it's uh they're pet friendly houses, and it's surprising to me how few of the owners ask how many dogs we're bringing. No one
0: has ever asked how many
1: <laughs> just more than one, and then they I think they assume it's two,
0: yeah, I kind of put on the thing oh we you know we. Me and my husband and our golden retrievers would love to stay at your place. Uh, but it's a filter on, on any of the vacation house rental sites. Airbnb has it as a filter. Uh, VRBO and HomeAway, which we've also used. They have just a pet-friendly filter. Uh, some of them will only take little dogs. But a lot of times, even if you ask the owner, is it okay if we bring our golden retrievers, they'll say yes. And they don't say, how many golden retrievers <laughs> do <they> have? <laughs> Though the place we stayed in South Carolina... Uh, which, again, if you watch the Snapchats or the videos, you've seen it. Uh, It's a big cabin on a lake, and I told that guy, you know, we have five golden retrievers, and he's like, oh, that's great. They're going to have a great time, and they have tons of space and acreage and the pond. That's a really wonderful spot.
1: Yeah, it depends on the owner. I mean, just play it by ear. Most pet people are pet people. It's fine.
0: So that's basically it um, in terms of where we stay. Driving with the dogs... um, Again, we have five, which is weird. Normally, you can fit them all in one car. And I would say, I don't know, the main things I think it's important to bring, lots of towels, because all kinds of random stuff is going to happen where you need towels, <laughs> a gallon jug of water in a bowl. You never know where they're going to drink. Sometimes they'll refuse to drink in a car ride until you get done, but sometimes they'll drink a lot in the middle, and you don't want to be buying like bottles of Dasani or whatever at the gas station. Just get yourself like a gallon jug of water in a bowl what else poop bags poop bags make sure you've got those in the car yeah yeah and then we have for the back seat of the jeep um like one of these slings from orvis so it hooks on to like the headrest of the back seat and then it lays on the seat and then it hooks onto the headrest of the front seat so if you do have to stop fast they don't fall into like the well underneath it holds them up um, and it makes it a lot more secure. It stops them from crawling into the front seat, which Hopper especially likes to do, especially when Dad's driving. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that has been a really great purchase, and it protects your seats. Um, and you can get them all over the place. Amazon has them too, but we have a lot of Orvis dog gear.
1: Yeah, and we just put some, a dog bed in the back too for Bank or for the two, two older girls.
0: Yeah, the cargo space gets a dog bed in it. And uh, yeah, we managed to get two dogs in the back seat two dogs in the cargo space. Now that we have five dogs, we need two cars.
1: Yeah, it limits the amount of luggage you can bring if you have (laughs) uh, cars full of dogs. On the way back from Florida, we also had the cars full of coconuts.
0: We had like 50 coconuts. If it wasn't
1: a dog or a bag, there were like three coconuts jammed in every nook and cranny. They were
0: like under all the seats.
1: (laughs) We were so so obsessed with getting coconuts back from Florida. It was so exotic (laughs) for us.
0: We ended up throwing a lot of them out because we couldn't eat them fast enough and they started tasting funky. It
1: was cool having the basement full of coconuts. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. And yeah. hops, you love the coconut. So I think that's it for traveling with dogs. Um, if you want to stay in a hotel, like I said, check because tons of hotels are actually pet friendly. Um, they have different pet fees. Sometimes it's $25. Sometimes it's $100. But you get to have your dog with you and it's pretty cool. Tons of hotels will take them. Um, but if not... It's pretty straightforward to find an Airbnb or a vacation rental that will take the dogs, too.
1: Yeah, and we're lucky that most that they travel well. Hops gets very emo, but then she's kind of always emo. Uh, the rest of them are pretty unaffected. Queso was a little stressed on the way down from Florida, but I would think she was just a little stressed generally. But most of them, they just sleep, and they're quite happy, and it makes it a lot easier uh, to drive. I mean, if your dog throws up a lot, it might not be the best way to travel.
0: Yeah, if they, but this is a good point because you can get medicine for this. So if they if they get car sick, Dramamine totally works for dogs. Um, we did a road trip once with Hops and Vank and then a foster dog that we had, and the foster dog was just in a panic the whole eight hours. And I got to the I think Holiday and Express we were staying at, and I called my vet, and I was like, Doctor Bob we need Xanax. And he's like, for you or the dogs? And I was like, for the dogs. But he like called in a prescription to like the local Walgreens for me. Um, and it works great. So Hopper gets Xanax, uh, on all of the road trips now. And, uh, it's, it's actually really great for travel. If your dog gets stressed out, like it's totally fine to give to dogs. Your vet can give you a prescription for it. And, uh, you know, it doesn't make them like super calm, but it definitely takes the hard edge off of it. You might also try, like for some dogs, a thunder shirt works really well for like any kind of anxiety. Maggie has one like for thunderstorms and loud noises, but I've heard other people use them for travel and things. Um, and it, it works kind of amazingly well for a lot of dogs to calm them down. So if they do have those problems, there's stuff you can do. Talk to your vet.
1: Yeah, Pops would prefer to just ride on your lap and that would probably help her anxiety too, but it's real hard shifting.
0: Uh, yeah, anything else?
1: No, that's good.
0: That's good. There you go. How to travel with owning dogs.
1: It gets much easier with one dog or two dogs, I'm sure.
0: German dog word of the day or the week, I guess. I want to go with Lieblingshund, which is one that I use on the Snapchats sometimes. So, Jasmin is mein Lieblingshund. She is my favorite dog.
1: I'd say schwanzwedelnd, which means tail wagging.
0: Schwanzwedelnd.
1: Hopper begrüßt mich an der Tür schwanzwedelnd.
0: Translation.
1: Oh, Hopper uh, says hello to me at the door, w- wagging her tail. Nice. Oh.
0: We'll put both of those in the description for the podcast, so you can look them up if you want to.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, so one uh, one last thing. Some of you, after the first episode, said you wanted some more like random facts about us. So we're gonna give one different random fact each week, I guess. Uh, feel free to tweet us at the Golden Ratio Four if you have requests. But one person had asked what our favorite podcasts were. Um, and I'm a big podcast fan right now. I'm like super obsessed with my dad wrote a porno, which is filthy. You cannot listen to it with anybody else around. Like if I'm getting a diet Coke at McDonald's, I have to pause the podcast cause I would be embarrassed for the McDonald's people to hear it. Uh, it's a guy whose dad wrote some really terrible erotic fiction and, uh, he and two of his pals just read a chapter every week. It is, so funny, I think I pulled a muscle laughing in the car. And I'm generally not... I don't really like comedy movies or podcasts or whatever because um, I just don't think most of it's very funny. But this just makes me insanely happy. Uh, so I kind of binge listen to all three seasons. I'm anxiously awaiting season four. Um, so there you go. My dad wrote a porno. It's great. Uh, they're based in the UK. So if you are a UK listener, they're actually doing live shows so you could go track them down. Highly recommend do not listen to it with anybody else. Uh, maybe your significant other, but it's real dirty. How about you?
1: I have a few that I, I like Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me every week. Um, but if I, if I don't listen to that on Sunday or Monday after it's played on Saturday, it gets real dated because it's about the weekly news. And yeah,
0: NPR quiz yeah, podcast.
1: It's an NPR quiz podcast, so that's, that's entertaining, and I can catch up on the, the week's events. Uh, I like the Science Magazine podcast.
0: What's your favorite segment of the Science Magazine podcast? The
1: interviews that Jen does of the of authors about their books. So uh, once a, a month.
0: Once a month, I do a uh, book segment for the Science Magazine podcast. So I interview authors about their books. So if you want to get me, the last Thursday of the month, Science Magazine podcast, I'll talk about a science book.
1: It's a good one. And then I have an obscure one that I like. It's called War Stories, just about these two military guys who are very thoughtful and sort of have some themes about stories about war. So it's a interesting little exploration of, of human human nature and war.
0: Yeah, and I, uh, I'm a big true crime fan in general, so I listen to all sorts of stuff about that. Um, one of you actually recommended Dirty John to me, which was amazing. If you liked Serial and S-Town, uh, that would be a good one to put on your list. But as a th- that's kind of a short one, I think it's six episodes. I love those little short bits like that hops is feeling sad
1: yeah and we both listen to true crime garage true crime garage is amazing yeah that's a good one
0: and that's every every week two episodes a week um covering different true crime stories so put that on your list if you're a true crime nut yep and i think that's it uh so this was a longer episode we're gonna try to make them about this length normally our first one was a little short Uh, But again, we love all your feedback, suggestions, questions. You can send it to us on any social media channel, but especially Twitter. We're the Golden Ratio 4 everywhere. Follow us. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a review. Thanks to everyone who has left us five-star reviews. All the reviews we have are five stars right now. We have like 50 of them.
1: Well, we have very good discerning listeners.
0: We do. So thanks to everyone who left us those reviews. They help other people find us, so you can do that on iTunes. Um, We're showing up on more and more different podcast places now so you can find us there subscribe leave us a review maybe someday someone will sponsor us and we'll be able to pay for the money i paid to host our podcast (laughs) um yeah and that's it we'll be back next week with more doggy details thanks everybody for listening bye bye